I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Rafter Kimpe, Chief Executive of Fintech Week London. And what we're talking about are Fintech Week London's plans to launch an investigation into fintech valuations and funding. Well, I think you can see a huge impact on the industry. I think you can see a lot of companies changing. You can see a lot of companies that are struggling with what's happening. There's a decline in funding, funding available. So new companies have an issue in getting funding in um, using the funding that they have to last longer than they in- initially anticipated. And you can definitely see that there's a devaluation for the fintech companies as well. So where there's companies that were worth X amount, that's divided by 10, sometimes by 100 at this point. So it is a huge impact on all the companies and their valuations. And it is definitely something that we maybe could have seen coming, that has happened before, that will definitely reorganize and restructure the industry, but hopefully make it stronger after it, after we exit from the situation. You have to be of a certain age, but I'm going to say one little phrase, dot-com bubble. Exactly. The problem I have with, with calling it a bubble is it's associated with the dot-com bubble and with a very harsh reality of what came afterwards. I wouldn't say it's necessarily exactly the same, but you definitely see a lot of companies having a lot of layoffs. You see a lot of companies actually ending, closing their business. So was it a sort of a bubble potentially? Was it exactly the same? No, but no two situations actually are the same, right? So I think it was something that we definitely can learn from, and that's actually what we want to do. We want to look at what happened there. Well, the the hard-nosed and cynical amongst us, which includes me, would turn around to you and say there are an awful lot of unicorns and indeed decacorns mm-hmm. that really don't justify those kind of valuations mm-hmm. or and can't justify mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. kind of valuations. Yeah. I'm an eternal optimist, <laughs> but I'm also a realist. So I do agree with you that definitely there was a bubble in the valuations of the companies. There was overvaluated. So what's happening now is matching with reality. Uh, matching the the situation of how it is with the actual value of the companies. So it's definitely going to reshuffle and and restructure the industry as it is. It is definitely reshaping the industry. There are a number of trends that that one can see in, in that already. One is a trend towards cooperation or indeed, and this is a word I don't particularly like, but I'll use it anyway, co-opetition. People coming together saying, there's a service on one side from company A, there's a service on the other side from company B, we're going to sign a deal to work together and the whole is larger than the sum of the parts. That's one trend that we're seeing in the industry. Another trend we're seeing is more activity in mergers and acquisitions. But it strikes me that it's actually very difficult to see what kind of financial valuation is being put on that activity because, of course, you're looking mostly at deals involving private entities and terms aren't being disclosed. Yeah. It's actually funny you you use those two examples because those are exactly the two examples I used this morning to describe (laughs) the coming of age of the fintech industry, which is what we're talking about, which is the partnerships um, and the co-opetition, which we we use as well indeed. And co-opetition doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. It's more about how to explain that a company that competes in one part of their business can also collaborate in another part of their business or collaborate on something that can make a better or a bigger product. Um, and the mergers and acquisitions are definitely something that we've also touched on as as a reason of what's or as a as um, a description of what's happening currently in the industry. 
I would say for us, that's what we actually want to look into is that question that you have. It's private, it's private entities and what does that mean for valuation and what does investing in fintech actually mean? That's the whole reason we're doing the review is to look at what is investing in fintech, what's the current situation and what's going to happen in the landscape and how can we as an industry make sure that it happens in a sustainable and responsible way. How open-minded are you going into this exercise or do you have things that you're looking for? Honestly, I think we're very open-minded because what we want to do is do, uh, we want to make sure that we have a steering committee and a group of partners that's very balanced, right? We want to have the regulator, we want to have the big institutions, but we also want to have the young fintechs and we want to have people that are also not necessarily optimists, right? <laughs> I think the thing we do here at Fintech Week London on stage as well is make sure that everybody's opinion is heard on stage, even though that opinion might shock some people, even though that opinion might not be the general public's opinion. And that's also something that we want to do in this report is really look at it with clean eyes, with a group that's balanced and allow for people to say like, oh, wait, I think you have a sort of predisposed idea of how this is going going into the report. So I think that's definitely something we're going to look at is make sure that it's going to be neutral for the start and that it's the voice of the industry that's coming forward and not some kind of propaganda for um, what we can do with fintech or how we can make the world a better place. When you talk about the voice of the industry, what are you actually referring to? Because does that include major traditional financial institutions or is it just challenges? Is it just startups? No. I think the only way to do this is to include every part of the industry, which means indeed the major traditional banks and institutions, which means government institutions. Uh, we already have the London Stock Exchange who will work on it with us and, and other structural partners, which means the fintech, actually the fintech and the tech companies, but also the big tech companies. They're playing a big role in the industry as well. So the only way to look into a review is to have your lens as wide as you can and then narrow it down and not start in with, oh, it's only a subset of people that are going to say what's happening. Okay, what's the timescale for this? When do you expect to be able to present conclusions? It's always hard to, to narrow down to a timescale, but we do have a plan in mind, so uh, don't uh, afterwards don't come at me if it's a bit, uh, a bit of delay because that happens in these things. We want to launch the call for partners now. This morning our press release went live. Tomorrow we're going to do a call for partners on stage here. And then throughout the summer we want to bring together this group of people, that balanced group and institutions and companies. Throughout um, the third and fourth quarter of this year we want to make sure that we bring those people together. And then by the end of the year we want to have our review ready. It's a fast-moving economic situation, though. Is that going to be too long or even possibly not long enough? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Both, right. Um, if you do it over the, what would be a good idea is over the sense of a year and then next year at Fintech Week London we present it. That'll be too late because the industry moves too fast. So next year at Fintech Week London we'll look, oh, we're six months after the review, mm -hmm. what's happened now. We do think we need that time because the industry also is very fast-paced and moving a bit. But things, as we think, will restructure and will settle down. So that's something that we also want to wait. We don't want to go in the height of the moment. A lot of people are also, especially if we look at the companies, they're battling other things than looking at the review like this. So we need to make sure that we give everybody the time to look at what actually happened in their company and then report it back to us. I'm going to be completely unfair now and put you on the spot. What's the metaverse? <laughs> Do you want my personal opinion on the metaverse? Well, everybody talks to me, particularly at events like this, about 
what's the latest exciting new concept? Yeah. A couple of years ago, it was open banking. Yeah. Now, open banking is old hat. And what we're talking about here, it seems to me, is let's stop calling it open banking. The consumers don't know what open banking is. They don't, they don't care, care what open banking is. They just care about doing what they want to do mm -hmm. and doing it quickly, efficiently, and doing it in a cost-sensitive manner. Mm -hmm. The metaverse. What's the metaverse? I think the metaverse will mean different thing to different people. So it will. That's kind not of, a helpful answer. <laughs> I, will, I will get to. I will get to it. It will depend on what your frame of reference is, right? So for me, the metaverse is a digital version of some parts of your life. That's what the metaverse is for me. So that can be that can include digital money. And I'm thinking more of anything that has to do with stable coins, central bank digital currencies. If we're looking at the far future, not so much at all the bitcoins and ethereums, because that's the, the crypto that's going a bit crazy right now. And it's going to be your own identity, right? And I think digital identity is a very big part of it. And what I'm hoping the metaverse will also be able is to educate people on security of your own identity and maybe even monetizing that. Because at this point, there's people that are using your digital identity for making money for them where I am hopeful that it will be brought back to the consumer and that you can actually decide what you do with your identity in a digital way of life. Finally then, what would you say are the key themes of this year's FinTech Week? Um, we're very focused on um, the coming of age of the fintech industry, right? So that's the whole uh, main theme. Um, we're looking at open banking. We're looking at digital sovereignty, which touch touches on that identity. We definitely have anything that's trending, uh, which is Web3, which is, I think, one of the biggest uh, trends for the moment. And then following on that, the metaverse. We're looking at uh, the collaboration of co or co-opetition between big tech and, and big banks. And then everything that has to do with fintech for good. We definitely want to make sure that again in a realistic way we talk about the good we can do with fintech as well which is also why we're supporting uh, street child as an official charity for uh, the conference and thank you to rafta kimpe chief executive officer of fintech week london